Hello, welcome to the Sound Pub Podcast. The usual intention of the Sound Pub Podcast is to bring hip hop, metal, and punk fans together, highlight classics, hidden gems in the genres, bring to front new and underground artists, as well as expand the music tastes, as well as provide a nice bit of escapism. Today, we're going to be focusing on the number four of us to expand music tastes. Now, how are we going to achieve that? Well, today we're going to take a deep dive into Brazilian metal. So, the metal of Brazil. I'm DMCB1994, Dominic Corn Briggs. Check me out Instagram, Facebook, all that jazz. Anyway, so today we're going to go through a bit of the overall history of Brazilian uh, metal. I think what we're going to do is we're going to start off with the classic stuff. Then we'll go into the more extreme, as well as give you a recommend a punk band to actually talk about as well, because punk and metal do play quite a homogenous relationship with each other. So we're going to start off in the heavy metal section of the uh, the scene or the store, if you will. Uh, we're going to start off with a band called Stress. They are known as perhaps the first Brazilian heavy metal band. Belonging to the sound of those like Judas Priest and Iron Maiden, they released a album around about 1982, which was self-titled. However, they were a touring band, starting off originally as a covers band and then moving into doing their own stuff. They are heavily regarded as starting the first wave of Brazilian heavy metal. Interestingly, they both sang in English and Portuguese, so that local people in the scene could understand the lyrics better, and this also helped broaden appeal of the band to everybody in the country as well as abroad. They put out a second LP with a similar type of sound, despite the burgeoning thrash scene at the time. However, they are still very much respected within the scene, so even though if things go to a more extreme level, stress the band are still well respected. However, they also played an important gig in Circo Vedor. I'm going to probably pronounce a lot of Brazilian wrong this episode, so uh, take a shot every time I do that. That was well received by the locals and many people in the audience would go on to then form basically bands within the scene as well. So it's sort of like that 1985 gig Napalm Death did in... uh, Sweden, as well as probably those early Clash, or sorry, early Ramones and Clash shows as well. And now I'm going to talk about the second sort of biggest band in terms of the Brazilian uh, early heavy metal scene is a band called Angra. These would come out of basically the remnants of a band in the scene known as a Viper, and were probably one of Brazil's most widely known musical exports up to that time. However, unlike a lot of other popular Brazilian bands of the time, they were known as really blending neoclassical influences as well as a more of a power metal sound. So bands like Gamma Ray, Sonata Artica, Halloween and Blind Guardian, that sort of deal, that sort of soundscape. However, their albums Rebirth and Temple of Shadows would be their biggest two LPs with both going gold in a few countries and they did find heavy popularity in Japan, getting into the top 20 a lot. They have also opened and toured with bands as big as ACDC, as well as played, played the historic Monsters of Rock Festival. 
Now, owing to their popularity within the scene, their 25th anniversary celebration would see them sell out the Juanes Arena, which would play over, they would play over to 20,000 fans. So that is a very good sort of chunk of fans to play for, especially late in the game, especially if coming from Brazil. However, as mentioned before, thrash and death metal would become the popular sort of styles in metal itself. However, it would also be fair, it would take a hell of a big route in basically Brazil. With one of the main bands you probably know, if I mentioned Brazil, is Sepultura. They are born out of Belo Horizonte metal scene. They are the biggest and well-known Brazilian metal band to date. So even bigger than bands like Stress and Anger. However, Stress and Anger are very well respected in the scene. They had an initial 3LP run with Schizophrenia, Beneath the Remains and Arise. They gained a large following due to this and going to be picked up by Roadrunner Records, a semi-established label at the time that would go on to shape much of the metal scene in America and also the world really, alongside Metal Blade and Relapse Records. They were originally signed to Cogomelo Records, a well-known and respected indie label at the time. They opened for bands like Alison Chains and Ozzy Osbourne, and this helped them go on to do more long-form European tours. They also have an influence on the new metal sound with the song Roots featuring less traditional metal instrumentation, and instrumentation that is more to do or more in the style of Brazilian native music. They would go on to influence bands as big as Slipknot, Hatebreed, Gojira, as well as the punk art Code Orange. They would go on to play Monsters of Rock at Castle Doyleton. They were also the first Brazilian band to do so. They're showing their popularity and ability to go tour by being in that big of a band and that big of a stadium. Instead of stadium replaced with festival. And then we're going to go on to the band Volcano, a death metal band born out of the starting of extreme metal within Brazil. They were heavily uh, involved in starting initial networks and such that developed the scene, especially within their regions. However, they were also a heavily heavy influence on Brazilian metal legend Sepultura. They are also known for being tall mates of Venom exciter and they used those their sort of tools to bolster their stage presence and now we're going to talk about a band called Holocausto a band that started to gain recognition for their appearances on Warfare Noise a four band split LP put out by the previously mentioned Cocomelo Records an independent label at the time this also featured early black metal pioneers Sacrifago, Chacal and Mutilator, a band that the lyrical themes were more in line with warfare and realities and horrors of war and such. Also they're a bit similar in terms of sound and sorry, soundscape to Teutonic Prolash's Sodom. So rather go for the Sodom style rather than the creator destruction or tankard style. They used their image and name to call attention to the atrocities of the Holocaust and also as a way to stoke attention from a very religious country like Brazil. 
This was very evident on the LP Campo de Extremo. However, around the 2004, they would go into a more hardcore approach with the LP De Volta ai Front, which means Back to the Front. Now we're going to talk about the band Atomica. Born out of the Sao Paulo metal music scene, this band is known for its LPs Disturbing the Noise, which is a personal favourite of mine, I will admit, as well as their self-titled debut LP. A band that has more of a punk laid thrashy edge than more blackened the metal of the scene due to splitting. However, due to splitting up and band issues, the band didn't make as much of an impact as Sepultura, despite doing a lot of their lyrics in English. There's a dichotomy between bands in these scenes, between speaking of English or Portuguese. So that's also an interesting cultural phenomenon that appears within that sort of scene itself. However, let's look at the band Mutilator, a band that also embodies the black and thrash style of many Brazilian thrash bands, however with a slight technical edge. They also appeared on the War Noise LP along with Chacal, Sarcophago and Holocausto. They gained popularity via the demos they produced in 1986, however they were going to produce some good LPs with Immortal Force being the more critically claimed, they would also go on to tour with they would also go on to tours. However, it was cut short by the untimely death member of Alexandro de Azvedo Felipe. Uh, rest in peace. Uh, I'd also recommend the LP uh, Immortal Force. Now we're gonna go on to cover the band Torture Squad. From the Sao Paulo metal scene in Brazil, this band gained fame with demo tapes. We also gained more of a critical fame with LPs such as Asylum of Shadows, The Only Spell and Pandemonium. They would use this to help launch a few headlining tours with, within Brazil that would make them possible to tour internationally in Austria as well as Germany to, in, basically to name a few of the countries they're touring. However, they also gained fame with an appearance at Wacken Open Air alongside fellow crunchman Sepultura. This headline, this festival is headlined by big bands such as Judas Priest, Ozzy Osbourne and the Legends of Motorhead. They hold the record for most appearances of Brazilian band in 2011, appearing with three times. They would also go on to do one of the most extensive domestic tours seen to that point by doing 28 gigs in 32 days within their native Brazil. However, we're gonna now go on to the band Chrysan or Christian. A band formed out of a singular family with three brothers who had joined to go form a band in the 1990s, being fan of death metal being fans of death metal acts or tatoing acts, especially Sodom. Their speed and approach basically was more towards a fresh sound, however, it was very aggressive and very fast with highlights and sort of encapsulated in the records Apocalyptic Revolution in 1998, Conquerors of Armageddon in 2000, and The Great Execution in 2011. This would help. Then throughout the years developed a notable status amongst the scene. 
with tours in the USA with bands like Unleashed, Belfagor and Hatesphere, and also in Europe they toured with Immolation and one of the best bands coming out of Sweden, Grave. They would also headline tour the Devastation on the Nation tour in North America. However, they would also co-headline this one with Origin uh, up and the opening bands would be Aeon, Afterbeast and Sorreption as well as Ingested on Support. They would also feature on in basically the Extreme Metal and Grindcore Festival of St. Extreme with bands like Holy Moses and Discharge. They would also be joined on this uh, festival lineup with Countrymen's, sorry, Countrymen Ratos de Porato, sorry, Ratos de Poraro and Violator, as well as big bands like Nuclear Assault and Infest. And also now on to the band Nervosa. Nervosa were a fresh metal band formed in the Sao Paulo region in 2010, a more modern band which allowed its roots in a traditional Brazilian thrash metal sound. They in a short time have risen through the ranks and gone on to Exodus, Amorphous, Entombed and Artillery, as well as a well-received back catalogue. Also with uh, extensive touring in the years, this has helped bring them more to the forefront. They are also uh, recommend, I also recommend the uh, LP Downfall of Mankind. It's an interesting note for this band that all the members are female and it shows the nice diversity in sort of the scene. And now we're going to move on to the black metal section of this basically deep dive into Brazilian metal. We start with perhaps the most well known Brazilian extreme metal band. Uh, Sarcophago, a band which can be seen as one of Brazil's most influential bands, along with the likes of Sepultura and Anger. Sarcophago are known not only for their musicality, but also for their image and aesthetics. On the cover of the Albert Inri, they are widely seen as the innovators of Corpse Paint, a traditional aesthetic of the upcoming second wave black metal of the time. However, they are known to have influenced bands like Dark Throne, Mayhem, Gorgoroth, as well as experimental black metal bands like Beherit. It was rare at the time for a band from Brazil to be that heavily respected and praised in extreme metal circles. They also belong, they also with the uh, LP Laws of Scrouge, helped formulate the beginnings of a more technical and progressive death metal sound, adding a better production and song arrangement to help the soundscape. They were also key users of the drum machine towards their later years, showing they were always still innovating. And now we're going to talk about the band Chacal, a classic example of the Brazilian blackened thrash metal sound and a representation of Brazil's more extreme take on the overall thrash down. Chacal come out of the Belo Horizonte scene along with other bands including Mutilator, Holocausto, Sacrifago and Sepultura. Appearing again on that Warfare Noise LP, the band were going to drop a very raw and aggressive LP entitled Abominable Anno Domini, an LP that would go showcase the band's blistering fast-paced and ultra-dry death metal vocals. However, they would have many lineup changes and this would stop a lot of progression of the band. And now I'm going to highlight the punk band 
Ratos de Polaro, a prominent and well-respected group in not only Brazilian rock scene, but also the punk and metal scene. They come out of the Sao Paulo punk scene. They uh, also appear at around the same time as Ohio Seco, Colela, Inconates, Carotos Poderas, and Lobotomia, one of the first hardcore bands to come out of the scene. This band also frequently criticised Brazilian politics and society at the time, a rarity up at that point, and they also experimented with crossover thrash, kind like bands like Cryptic Slaughter, DRI, Alarm, and that sort of deal. However, they did return to their hardcore roots after this experimentation. That has been the Sound Pub Podcast. This has been the deep dive into the punk metal scenes of Brazil. We have covered bands such as Ratos de Paralo, or Pararo, Chacal, Sarcafco, Nervosa, Chrysun, Torture Squad, Mutilator, Atomica, Holocausto, Volcano, as well as Sepultura, Angra, Viper, and of course the first Brazilian metal band, Stress. If you have enjoyed this, share it, tell people, and also get in contact with me if you have any corrections or anything you want to talk about. Thank you for listening, have a great day, have a great week, have a great year, and go out and see some friends, go enjoy some gigs. Thank you for listening.